Welcome to Dynasty for the Common Man, where an average Joe Dynasty player just wants to talk with other average Joe Dynasty players. My name is Nathaniel Broughton. You can find me on Twitter at Nathaniel Bro. Follow me for interaction. I don't push out any hot takes or statistics or anything like that. What I like to do is talk draft strategies and Twitter polls and talk trade ideas. So find me on Twitter and let's connect. Let's get to this week's show. So tonight's show, I got my good friend Brad Gustafson, who we had on back early in the podcast, maybe May or June. Welcome back. Howdy. And uh, along with him is a good friend of mine, Tim, who I work with, and he's over in Iowa. Say hi, Tim. Hey, how's it going? So uh, these two are in the unique position of just a week ago going through a expansion draft. So uh, we're going to hear from them tonight about what it was like what they, when they look at their team now, what, uh, what makes them excited, what makes them want to puke, what are their plans, uh, and just talk uh, dynasty, dynasty strategy, and all that good stuff. So that's where we're heading tonight. Uh, but first, for those listening, I want to tell you a little bit of what an expansion draft is. So this is a... 10-team league that is turning into a 12-team league. It's also moving from a one-quarterback league into a super flex league. Uh, so what that means for the previous owners, they had 10 positions of their 25-man roster. Listeners, think about that for a moment. 10 positions that they're saving here. So one, two, all, pretty, oh, all pretty the quality starters. Stuff in 10. And then, yeah, okay. <laughs> Keep going, Nathaniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. a bitter that they got to protect 10 players. And every time one of their players got picked in the expansion draft, they got to protect another player. So Brad and Tim get the shot at basically the best player, the 11th best player on everyone's team, and the 13th best player on everyone's team, and the 15th best player on everyone's team on down the line to build 20, uh, a 20-man roster. And then they have their rookie picks and other waiver wire activity to get to 25. So. Uh, it was funny how much the league had zero compassion on the two of them <laughs> acting like they're robbers when their lineups are just garbage compared to these, the, the returning teams. So I felt bad for you guys. You guys looked uh, like you were taking it in the mouth pretty hard. <laughs> I love to take it on the chin, frankly. <laughs> it, it's a good time. But, yeah, they have no perspective. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Neil's morning of his roster without any acknowledgement of our rosters. <laughs> well, the funny thing about Neil is he's getting mad that you weren't taking players from other people's rosters, but he wasn't protecting anyone from his roster correctly. And so it's like, buddy, when they take Antonio Brown from someone else's roster, that doesn't help you. You, you don't get to protect some, from someone else's pick being taken. <laughs> it was right, and, and we still got those players anyway. I'm right. like, yeah. Neil, we just want to snipe what you got right now, and then we'll, we'll pick on other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So on average, every team lost four. Some lost three. Neil lost six. I think one other team lost five. Maybe there were two. But in general, um, it went pretty fast. I think you did it in 24 hours or, or less. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, a little change on that. So I wanted to hear um, – what your your plan was heading into it you both had had a chance to look at the rosters 
uh, both of you had actually done a mock draft with me. Uh, Brad, I took, took your dad. Oh, you both did. And okay. I did Tim as well. Uh, so he got to Surprise. what it would feel like. Uh, so coming into it, let's start with you, Brad. What was your, what was your plan? You got the first pick. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. First pick of the expansion. Uh, it's not the best material for a podcast, but my plan was just purely best value on the board. I did not care about position at all. If I was going to get all the same position, I didn't care. I just looked at the names on the table and said, who's the highest value? Let's take them and hopefully we can trade them. So were you coming off of your own rankings or pulling from kind of how do oh, I mean, I got, I got my secret sauce, a little bit of that, a little bit of that, a little my own perspective on it. Uh, just pulling, I'd say yeah, probably two, two different analysts that I pull from. Okay. Throw a little my own flavor on top. Sure. Nice. How about you, Tim? Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to, uh, I mean, I, I had a couple plans secure a couple backfields because um, I would like to compete next year. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to win at all, and I, I just want to be respectable. Um, and I'd also like to to make some trades. But I, I mean, it did not, it did not play out the way I thought it would play out. It was even way different than the way when when you and I just mocked how it might go down, Nathaniel. Yeah, totally different. And then I, I changed strategies. Uh, pretty early actually and just thought i'm i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go a totally different direction okay so, so what was the direction that you went away from well i i uh so i yeah i was i was gonna go best player available um and, and i probably just frankly had a couple quarterbacks ranked higher than you brand and that okay. that made me um get some of them and then when i kept seeing quarterbacks out there i kept taking quarterbacks and then I became the quarterback guy and I kind of <laughs> like that uh that mantra right um and so so I, I I worked it over as best I could and then I did try to mix in some youth um and or some some guys that I think will be free agents or have possibility of starting next year so, I respect a man that will double down you're going one direction just lean into it yeah and I did and everybody knew it yeah. Everybody this, hated it too. This guy has 10 quarterbacks on his roster right now. 10. Out of 25, right? Well, the question is how many starting quarterbacks does he have? Well, debatable. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. If I, <laughs> if I could work four, four or five, I'll be happy because I, I would trade them, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tim has kind of transformed himself into the quarterback store of the league. Um, this guy named John Hogue, who believes in this strategy heavily, uh, he leads the podcast Superflex Super Show. Um, you can find him at Superflex Dude. And Tim, if I ever did a Superflex startup, I'm doing what you're doing, except I'm going to get the guys that are available in the startup, right? Your highest right. quarterbacks. I mean, maybe Taysom Hill might be your most valuable starter. Totally. Or Drew Locke or Sam Darnold, I'm not sure, but it's not Trubisky and Roethlisberger anymore. No, no, I know. Yeah, so, especially after today. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm so surprised that you let me get Heineke off the waivers there. Did you see him last night? <laughs> I, I did. I did. I just, I have no faith in that dude. That dude's oh, man. been on every team and, and another. But, but who knows? I, there's obviously the carousel of quarterbacks going to start pretty soon. Yeah. With free agency. 
and we'll see where people land. And, and to me, that's, that's worth the intrigue, but yeah, had, had, I thought about taking more, frankly, I, I really not DJ more. I love him, but more quarterback. Is He's for sale. Yeah. I, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I just think bottom line, I think quarterbacks will have value more so than the league recognizes right now. Whereas, I mean, I love your wide receivers, Brad. I think they're great. I just don't know how many guys will be out looking for wide receivers. I could be wrong. I have no clue. <laughs> I fully agree. Actually, I'm a little bit nervous about that. I don't know how easily I'm going to be able to sell these guys because everybody has that young receiver with a hot, lot of potential that they like. It's like, do you really want more guys that are young with a lot of potential? Hopefully. Nathaniel, you do, right? You want, Always. You want a rugs? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want a rugs, but uh, if I could get my DJ more back, well, I'd be happy. We but, can talk. Uh, so, so it was a snake draft. Uh, Brad got the first one, then Tim got the second and the third, and then Brad got the fourth and fifth, so that's how it went. Then DJ Moore was the first off the board. Um, but yeah, as this was curious, like, Tim, uh, you, you obviously had quarterbacks best available. Besides the quarterbacks, who was your highest valued player? Yeah, I mean, so, so I took Kenyon Drake, and I, I needed, hoped, I didn't need, right? Hoped I could pair him with uh, Edmonds because I, I love Edmonds even more than I love Drake. Oh, okay. Drake's a free agent. Um, don't know what, what – it remains to be seen, obviously, what will happen with Drake this year, um, this next year. But um, so, so those two, I was like, man, if I could get, get some Cardinal backfield, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, no, that, that was it. And then I had – I mean, I would have had – I would have taken DJ Moore if he was there. But Brad um, – yeah, he was the best player by far. And if you saw our list, all the listeners would agree he was by far the best player. Everybody else was retreaded pretty good. I, yeah, I, knew really. you're, uh, I need you guys to answer me honestly because I was debated between DJ Chark and DJ Moore. I had the two DJ wide receivers who both had so-so. I mean, DJ Moore had a better year than DJ Chark. But, but DJ Moore had a down year compared to what he'd had previous. You <clears> only <throat> kept Chark because he has uh... – Lawrence coming to town. So that's I'm like I'm going off of the hype that I hope will build, and then I'm willing to sell Shark. I mean I think he's a fine player, but I don't think the DJ Moore hype is going to build because I think Teddy's going to be back next year uh, because they signed him to a three-year contract. Sure. So uh, if you sell a guy in August, Shark's good. They are you're going to be able to sell in August. That's now. what I'm thinking. So yeah. if Shark was on the board and I'd protect DJ Moore, is he the number one, or you're like nah, not interested? Well, I would be. If I had number one. Yeah, no, Chark would have been my first off the board too. Okay, so I was screwed either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah didn't matter. And, and the thing is, you can't protect him anyway, right? Right. He's by far your best player. Right. That you're, sorry, that you're making available to us. Your yeah. 11th best player right. is really right. what we're saying, right? Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about that for a moment. Before Tim and I were brought into the league officially, uh, if I'm one of the original 10, I'm doing my darndest to look at my roster and get rid of all of my depth to make sure that my eighth, ninth, and tenth best guys are as good as possible and everybody else sucks. Like, I'm doing as much as I can to make a huge difference with my tenth and eleventh best players. Did you see much of that in the league? Were guys wheeling and dealing trying to get inside of that cut? So, a little yes. Um, the hard part is that the people that trade the most are Neil and I. 
And we both were going for the championship. We met in the championship game. I dominated. Thank you, Alvin Kamara. Uh, and took home the trophy. But so because of that, like, we needed to have depth with this COVID season. Like, you don't know if two of your wide receivers all of a sudden are just going to be out. And so it really, I would have been willing to, I would have been much more aggressive trading a Moore or a Chark. But I didn't know if Tyreek Hill was going to play that week, you know, until that week comes. You, you didn't know. And so, and if since there's not a lot of active traders outside of us and, and, uh, and Jake, then there wasn't a lot of trade partners. And Jake had been trading super actively earlier in the year. And so he pretty much exhausted his resources and, and start, he did move a couple players into picks instead. Uh, you want to pick up Joe Burrow, right? Wasn't he on yeah. a different roster? Yeah. Sorry, what? Yeah, I don't remember. Burrow. Yeah, the first draft I saw of available players, Joe Burrow was available to be drafted by us. And then I looked at it again a week later, and he wasn't available anymore. Yeah, that must have been a trade. I don't it know. was. Yeah, I didn't like that. I felt like it kind of, like, weaseled us. Like, <laughs> What am I supposed to do, limit trading for two months, Brad? No, just, like, I won't get into it. You're the coach. <laughs> I respect you, boss. There are some things I will get to after I'm done with you guys. For people that ever want to run this again, I learned some things, and I'm like, oh, I needed to not do that. And Did I help with that? Nope, nope. <laughs> you let your opinions be known, Brad. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, okay, well, um, give me uh, the, the guys that you just think um, this time in August you hope are still on your team and the players that you hope aren't on your team because you're wanting to trade them. I'll go first. Uh, there's not a single player I'm hoping is on my roster on day one. Now there will be guys that are still on my roster, but there's none that I look at and say, Oh, I need to hold on to that guy. Really? And none. Uh, the, the closest that reaches that category is Noah font. Cause I don't think his trade value is high right now, or at least not as high as his skill level. Uh huh. What about uh, Mims or uh, Brian Edwards or Irv Smith Jr. or Michael Hardman? Those are all guys that they're at least uh, young. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they have potential. Uh, I'm not like. Here's the thing. All of these guys. There's a, a bunch of players in the NFL who have high ceilings and low floors, and I got a bunch of people that are out of that bucket. <laughs> so it's like. Sure, maybe they'll be good. If somebody's willing to trade for them, have at it. Let's talk. All right. How about you, Tim? Yeah, I mean, there are guys that I that if people came offering, I again, you'll trade anybody for the right deal, right? Yeah, right. Like, like nobody do I do I love, but I'm like realistically, I don't know if people can can give me enough for for Jordan Love right now. Not that I. Not that I believe in him, but frankly, I, I, I see quarterbacks as valuable in this league. And I'm like, you know, unless I'm blown away with an offer, he's, he's going to be on my squad. Um, you know, it, similar way, they're players I like, but I just, I can't get a feel for who actually will respond when I offer trades. Um, <laughs> because, because that seems a little shaky right now. Um, and, and I'm still trying to figure out what, what value, you know, there's tendencies, right? You, you know, Nathaniel, all the guys 
they probably all have tendencies, right? This guy likes really young guys. This guy is ready to win right now. Right. Um, this guy just won't trade regardless. He holds on to dudes forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so trying to figure that out. I, I think there are guys that, yeah, that I will end up with. So to, to, to that point, relational equity is the only reason I have Brandon Cooks on my roster. I don't know if Nathaniel was talking about that yet. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was an interesting move, and I thought it was a good move. What what are you going to get with a fourth round pick? Well, other than, I mean, it was a good move, but it kind of screws you over. I mean, I I felt bad about when I was doing it, but I'm like, if there's no rule against this, I got to capitalize here. Sure. I, again, I've noticed I just can't put my phone down or put my kids in bed because <laughs> stuff might go down. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was actually a little surprised that more people in the league weren't open to that conversation. Like oh, I, I, uh, I approached uh, Scott Kyle. I'm like, hey, yeah. man, you have absolutely nothing to lose. Give me your 11th best player. I'll give you a third-round draft pick, and we both win. Yeah. And he responds, yeah, I don't deal with terrorists. Good night. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this is, this is actually a win-win deal. You don't actually see those very often. Yeah. This is it. And he said, oh, so Brad, I was, you sent me an offer like that for DJ Moore. And in my head, I had to do the math. So who's the guy that when he takes DJ Moore, I'm protecting? Because I'll probably lose that guy. It was Philip Rivers, and I'm sure Tim would have probably taken Philip Rivers. <laughs> yep. So is it worth me trading DJ Moore and getting back Philip Rivers and a fourth? No, DJ Moore is worth more than Philip Rivers in the fourth. So I would rather uh oh, how's it, how's it going? Oh, and I wouldn't be able to protect the next guy. The next but guy would be taken. You forgot to carry the one because you yeah, yeah, yeah. protect I, I'm screwing every... this up. <laughs> I'm screwing this up. But <laughs> I would have also lost I would have lost Philip Rivers. Yeah. And um what else was it? Oh, shoot. It worked out somehow in my head, but now I can't remember. What so you're telling me you actually thought about my offer and said no because you didn't like the offer, not no because it's cheating without cheating? Well, no. They were, they were, I was never going to do it because it, it was cheating without cheating. Okay. It was finding the loophole, which then I had to have a conversation with you about closing that loophole. Yeah, a little slap of the wrist there. <laughs> I, I actually applaud the loophole. So, frankly, the only loophole I was fired up about was was like, Log on and pick up dudes right now. Oh, oh, guys, sorry. I got to get my computer and see what's out there, which ended up burning me that much because it was the sloppy eighths, right? It wasn't even the sloppy seconds or sloppy. It was like <laughs> stuff nobody ever wanted ever. Oh, yeah, we're talking like 200 ranked players at yeah, this point. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know. Tim, yeah. if you liked the loophole, though, I also reached out to a bunch of our owners and said, uh -huh. hey, Give me a third-round draft pick, and I'll get whoever you want off of the free agency yeah. board right now. Totally. And nobody's done that. No. I'm like, come on, guys. Nobody? No. And I love that you work loopholes, frankly. Uh, well, hopefully there's more to be had. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there is a love uh, for third-round picks for some reason that I don't really understand. Uh, it's bizarre. Yeah. And I, I, I have that, too. Because, well, it stems from, I think, Neil. So Neil a couple couple times has just all of a sudden freaked out that he doesn't have any more picks and will give you like a starter in your lineup for your 312. You know, it's like 
So this has happened in the last couple of rookie drafts. So I'm like, I'm holding on to these because I know that when it happens, I'm going to be able to trade Neil this turn for, for a, a starter. So I'm taking notes over here. Sell yeah. to Neil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Neil's actually gotten a lot smarter, unfortunately. <laughs> I, Neil, I hope you're listening. I always thought you were smart. Uh, okay, well, I want to know what your um, – so originally I texted you guys, like, who's going for the 101 in the 2022 rookie draft, and who's going for the playoffs? Yeah. And, uh, and I want to hear, like, looking at this team, what's your long-term goal for the next, the next year? Where do you want to be? Tim, you mentioned you want to compete. I, I, so, I, I mean, I want to do both, right? Can I want to do both? Now, yes. can I do both and can I want to do both are two different things. So I, I you know, I would like, I, I do feel like the best way to build this thing is through picks in the draft. I just don't think, um, you know, when I just, I look at everyone's roster and I'm like, wow, they have three or four dudes that are just, you know, you build a team around them. And I look at Brad's roster and my roster, frankly, and I'm like, yeah. Nothing you would build around ever. Now it could that could change. Um, I would say odds are not real good, right? It's it's a league of people that are astute enough that they didn't leave anything for us to really drool over. Yeah. How, however, I am like, yeah, I I don't want to just lay down. So I'm going to give it an effort at the beginning, but I don't think I can compete. So maybe I'm being foolish, frankly, because I look at my team and I'm like, oh, there's not much here. But um, I'm, I'm hoping there are some trades in the works, but I've, I've found that um, – Nathaniel, you're, you're great at offering trades. I just – I've talked to other guys, and I don't feel like the urgency is there to trade, and I get that. There's an urgency for Brad and I to trade because right. we're right. excited and we're new and we hate our teams. Yeah. I, these – you guys probably like your teams. Or you're like, dude, the season is seven months away. Leave me alone. So, and the, and the draft is three months away, right? Yeah. So nobody wants to trade right now. I get that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll kind of play off that a little bit here. Uh, first off, I think I was super excited about trading for, like, the first two days. And now I'm to the point of saying, okay, once we're, like, a month away from the draft, maybe I'll start doing a little research and trading again. But I'm just I'm going to tuck the phone away for a little bit and uh, acknowledge that NFL playoffs are here and – have real football to watch, not fantasy. Uh, from a strategy standpoint, so I'm, I'm looking over both of our rosters right now, and I very sincerely hope I'm wrong about my current analysis because Tim is my favorite guy in the league right now. Uh, <laughs> like, without a doubt, no question. Uh, personality, looks, roster, all around, favorite dude. And I'm looking at this, coming, though, bud. and I'm like <laughs> – so I've wanted to be in a super flex for a long time. Never been in one before. I've wanted in on one. In fact, that's why I'm in it right now. I told Nathaniel, hey, man, if you expand your league and it's a super flex, I'm in, period. I neglected to say, let me look at the expansion rules. But that's aside. I, uh, I'm very glad to be here. Sure and I, uh, that's a, that's and I plan right. to grow in the coming years. All that to say, super flex league, if it's a startup draft, I'm convinced my first four picks are all starting quarterbacks. Like, I'm confident that's the approach I would take. Not for certain I've done enough research. Like, it's where my head's at. I want quality starting quarterbacks. 
Now, where I come in here of saying I hope my analysis is wrong, when I looked at the board that we had to draft from, I did not see a single quarterback that I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's going to be a starter in the league in two years. Uh, I just I wasn't convinced. I'm like, Roethlisberger's getting ready for retirement. Taysom, Taysom Hill or Winston's a coin flip. I do think one of them could pull in there, uh, but I don't think it's a done deal. Drew Locke I haven't bought into. Uh, I have him in my other league. and But he's a starting quarterback. He, I mean, yeah, I'm not – I'm saying I'm he's good. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. No, I, I hear you. And I think having starting quarterbacks right now has value because you can flip them. But there wasn't any guy that I'm like, okay, we got Drew Locke, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, Ben Roethlisberger, Jordan Love. I'm just like, okay, some of these guys are starting, but will any of them have super flex value? And I answer that with a no. Tim answered that with a yes. Uh, and I hope they do. I hope it works out from Tim, but I'm just like entering a super flex league with no starting quarterback quality starting quarterbacks feels like a mountain to climb. Like entering a normal league would feel like a mountain. I'm like, how am I going to get two quality quarterbacks in the next three years? And we'll see. Hopefully I'm able to answer that question for you in a future podcast. And, and where do we pick again, Brad? Remind me. Oh, we, we, this, have one, we have the 1-1 one, one and the 1-2, though, right? So we could just grab one of the – wait. Yeah. Wait, go ahead. No, where do we – dude, I forget. I don't Time think out. we have before those. We, before we answer that, how many quality starting quarterbacks are in this draft? Like, it's loaded, right? Uh, we got Burrow. Not nah, wrong draft. Uh, we got Lawrence. We got Fields. We got Wilson. We got Lance. We got Mac Jones. Oh, they might all be gone before we draft. Oh, all of them. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So, uh, Tim and Brad are drafting uh, not 101 and 102. They're drafting 107 and 108. And then they get 201 and 202 and 301 and 302. But, yes, I, these, this league is hard to move, man. I had to convince them first to do Superflex. And to make Superflex worth it, it's not worth it to me to make another 10-team Superflex. 10-team Superflexes are basically one quarterback leagues because it, there's not a scarcity in quarterbacks. So I needed to also make an expansion. And, and that was a big ask for these guys. So I had to make it palpable for the, build, the rebuilders because they were like, I've been rebuilding. I've been aiming for the one-on-one for a whole year. And now you're going to take it away from me? So, yes, I've screwed you too. For sure. I know. <laughs> so only hole in that logic. Cause I hear you. And if I'm part of, if I'm one of the owners that's getting expanded upon, like, yeah, this sucks. Hey, Lawrence is generational talent. I earned him. I should get him. I get that. But if you're looking at trying to get quarterback scarcity, there still isn't much for those 10 owners. Cause I don't got one. And yeah. So talk to me, and Brad. As the scrubs. <laughs> talk to me, Brad. You have one quarter. I have yep, 10. <laughs> you have one. So, I mean, and again, I kept, I kept thinking, of course he will take a quarterback. And then I'm like, he didn't. So here I go again. And, and so that's sort of how my strategy played out. It wasn't that I was like, I, I never thought. And again. Yeah, you refused I, to take quarterback, Brad. So there's two sides to that. Uh, the first side I've already highlighted, uh, probably more color commentary than needed, but I don't think any of them are going to be starters in two years. Sure. I think it's possible, but I don't 
think they will be. So I'm like, how many guys are going to trade for the 25th best quarterback? What am I going to get back for it? I think I'd rather hope that Noah Font hits or that I mean, you took. What's the Jay Williams from the? Is that the running back for Green Bay? Yeah. So you took, I took him, him over <laughs> Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and uh, Jordan Love and Ben Roethlisberger. They were still all on the board. And Context Cohen, and Cohen and and Slayton. I mean, like these guys might be okay, but come on. Context right. is important here. Context is important. Who am I drafting against? I'm drafting against Tim. He already has Drew Locke and okay. Sam Darnold and Mitch Trubisky. Why do I have to draft a quarterback? This guy's not going to draft anymore. Oh, he took Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, he's not going to draft now. He has four quarterbacks. He takes Jordan Love. Oh, he's not going to do it now. Oh, he has Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston. He just kept going. I'm like, when is this guy going to stop? He didn't. Never. The answer was he never. He actually didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, okay, so that, that, part, that helps, like, that helps me understand. I'm like, Tim's going to stop eventually. And how excited is somebody to save Jameis Winston on their bench? Maybe, but I don't think he's going to be the first guy saved in that roster. And yeah. here we are. Yeah. And again, you and I both, like we were both Brad, in a position to, who are guys that might have value at some point? What, whether to us or to anybody else. To anybody else was definitely the question. I'm like, if Zach Ertz, if he comes back and has a decent year, I think he has trade value. I think somebody looks at the name Zach Ertz is like, oh, he's catching balls again. Yeah, I'll add him for some depth, and I could get something in return. It's like we're the train of thought. Went. Right, totally. I, and I and that's, my... that that's, that's something that hasn't said it. So, Tim, you alluded to the fact that people don't realize the value of quarterbacks. I also don't think they've realized in a 12-team league the value of depth. Because as you were saying right now, one of you mentioned, maybe it was off uh, the show, but that no one seems to be interested in adding depth pieces right now. <clears throat> They're only looking at who's their starters and who's their one or two extra. And they're forgetting that this is not a 10-team league anymore where you can get waivers easily. Like, it, waivers are going to be way depleted compared to a 10-team. Yeah. and they're going to need that depth. And so they're not valuing depth. And when you guys are like, I think, I think you should get a second round pick in a, in a heartbeat for Zach Ertz, but I doubt any of those guys think that right now. And so you're going to, can I get a second for Ertz? He's a, he's a stud when he plays and tight ends age gracefully. Can I get a second? Oh no, I already got my starting. Uh, I got, you know, who I got Evan Ingram or whoever, whoever it might be, but. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're you're an uphill battle in that sense too. Well, I am right now. As soon as guys get injured in the regular season, who they're going to come knocking on? Tim's door, and then mine. Both. I mean, I think both. If I mean, you have depth. You have you have wide receivers that any guy would like, and tight ends that guys would like. Yeah. And yeah, I did I, turn into the tight end guy somehow. Yeah, and I hope I have quarterbacks. And and again, I recognize. They're not all going to pan out. I don't care. I mean, I'll, I'll just hold them till hold them till I know that they aren't going to pan out, and then I'll still probably hold them because nobody like, else me anyway. It's not like you like lost anything by taking these quarterbacks. Like, oh no, you didn't get Jamison Crowder. Right. Like, all right. right. Oh well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't. I was shocked. You took so many wide receivers, and again, when it comes back to value, just you you're thinking 
I'm thinking, no way he takes another wide receiver. He's going quarterback. And you're thinking, no way he takes a quarterback. You know, he's going wide receiver. And then we both did what the other person didn't, and we just kept driving the nail in further, right? Yeah. All right. So it, it played out crazy in my mind. But I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. Like, I walked out of the draft, and I'm like, okay, this is actually better than I thought. Because, again, I, I just don't. So, Tim, I surprisingly had the exact same thought. We were done with the draft. I looked at the roster. I'm like, okay, that could have been a lot worse. And then I opened up the sleeper app and looked at other guys' rosters. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that, that was actually pretty bad. Yeah. These rosters look a whole lot nicer. <laughs> yeah. So everything I've got is predicated on, on the potential of a trade. And, and capitalizing when a, when a trade actually has value. And, and right now, I, trades just do not have value. And I, um, or I can't get what I, what I want for them. So I'm like, I'm holding. Like, like you said, I'm like, and, and Nathaniel, maybe this is a subtle message to you. I'm like, I'll, I'm not opposed to the deals you're offering me. Um, but I just feel like I got to hold because I'm like, I think, I hope, here's my thing. I hope what you're realizing other people will at some point realize, but they don't podcast. Right. So maybe, maybe I'll pass it on because they just think they're like, yeah, fine. But I just want picks. I want youth. And yeah, yeah. we'll see yeah. if I can see that. Well, I was just thinking, just was it yesterday, the Bills game? I remember getting very excited uh, that I picked Gabriel Davis off of waivers this year. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'm excited. And then, then the game happened yesterday, and I was like, I think I – did I protect him? Oh, I don't remember. And now I go and look, and hey, he's, he's sitting on Tim's team. So yeah. we got – he's young. Do you still want – can I get a second for him? <laughs> yeah, so, so those are the things where I'm like I, – I that's a guy that I'm like, I don't care necessarily about, but I, but I need value back for him. Right, right? exactly. Like, so you know, did you just offer him a second for – I got Davis. the 206, and I like yeah. Gabriel Davis. What do we think? Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that's when I would weigh, because I do, because I want pick. But, but it seems like right now Nathan's is the only guy that will trade, and the 206 does something for me. But, um, but I would like to package the 206 and the 201 to move later in the first round, right? And I knock on guys' doors, and nobody answers. So, whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. That's how are you? How are you communicating with you? Got, you texting? You you private DMs and group me or? Yeah, without without naming names, some guys. Oh, no. it's allowed to name names in this in this podcast. Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I'm trying to deal with my my buddy Sam, and uh, he's crickets, my friend. He did get back to me once. I will say, I I probably have uh, messaged him uh, maybe half a dozen times. Um, and I did get one response. So I'm, I'm one for six, yeah. which, you know, um, Neil, man, if it doesn't matter, like he's, he's ready to talk. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Have you tried Ben at all? Uh, I haven't, but Ben, Ben is, um, he doesn't have picks. Yeah, that's true. So, and ben, uh, ben is like also crickets. I, I find he doesn't respond. It's like a month after I send him a message. Oh, sorry. I missed this. I'll look into it. And then, <laughs> the last then nothing. 
Yeah, I, but, but I think Ben likes you, so maybe he'll respond faster. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do have a relationship. He'll at least text me, so I, I can text text with him. Yeah. Um, tried to talk with Odlin a little bit. Um, he has a he has a couple picks in the first round that I'm at least intrigued by. Um, he has a reputation of making decisions like molasses in the okay. in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, and it and that I got that sense, and then just a couple other guys I have I haven't tried. But I do think probably – I am hope, again, think and hope are two different things. I hope as the draft gets closer, there's a little more um, yeah. conversation yeah. because I get it. It's, it's dead now and yeah. it's hard. So. I think, I want second I think one favor is open second. for everyone. That might be a good little – brief little trade window for you guys. And then once, you know, we actually have the NFL draft or our actual rookie draft, those will be your next windows. But you guys are so amped up to get going now that it's yeah, it's challenging. So yeah, I I, I agree. I'm like I, I would love to overhaul my roster. I don't feel like I need need ten QBs, but um, like it's got to be for the right deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. But what are you gonna do at QB, Brad? Like, will you? And I'm not like you're just not Are you gonna venture dive in and and hope something hits, or are you gonna? Well, didn't you guys see that I picked up Heineke? Sorry. <laughs> oh, stop. <it's not> <laughs> That was that's my bad. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Uh, so I said that I'm going for the 101 next year, and I will secure that when Jimmy Garoppolo loses his starting job in this offseason, and I go from one quarterback to zero. <laughs> I I do not have a game plan yet, but I'm not looking to get the 25th best quarterback. Like, what is that going to do me? Yeah, not much. The, the answer is not much. Yeah. I mean, and actually, I take it back. 25, I think, actually might have trade value at some point if a guy's like, oh, do I need a second quarterback for the playoff run here? 25 might get him that. You I, have. I do wonder, Brad, what you were saying. Like, I think there, there's going to be quarterbacks at the 107 and 108. So, I actually, I think it's possible. I was just playing that up a little right, bit. Right, right. I, I like the draft quite a bit here. What I'm nervous about is sure the combine comes around the draft gets closer people that are looking into this get excited but they get excited for the rookies and they want draft picks they don't want to sell the draft picks and i'm just i'm curious how those conversations go like am i looking to sell my picks this year i think you should i I was just saying i'm super open to it it just has to be for the right price yeah either you do what tim's doing and you move up in the draft or you sell sell them i think so what you're saying is the 107 and 108 do not have much value no no, I'm just teasing. Yeah, yeah. I'm more playing. Eventually. They're going to have yeah. a lot of value eventually. Totally. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't hate them. I do think, I mean, I've, I've talked to enough of the guys that I think um, for sure three quarterbacks will be gone. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Definitely I mean, 101 and 102. So, what, well, I know, I know the person picking at 103. His name is Neil. And he yeah. is so mad that he has no quarterback. Ah, uh, sure. Quarterback gone. I know the person picking at 104 and 105, and his name is Matt. And he's taken one. So four and, are gone. And he's taking a quarterback. The question uh, is, what the heck is Sam doing it to? Yeah. And I don't, that I don't know. I looked at Sam's roster. He doesn't need a quarterback. But I also know, and, and this might be why Sam's not responding. Sam, if you're out there, can you listen to this podcast? Uh, I'll give you my number. We can talk. But um, but bottom line, I feel like he um, he he's getting a ton of interest in that pick. 
and he should. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a great pick. And I don't know that I can compete with what's being offered. You can't give the 107 and the 202 and, and get there? I'd love to try. Yeah. I, I, Let's run this back post-draft. <laughs> Who's the best quarterback available on the board at 107 and 108? In the rookie draft? Yeah. I am – I don't even know these people's names. I, I don't watch any college football. Uh, you know. Who are they? Yeah, I, I say – I mean, the first four are gone. I, I, I'll guarantee it. I saw all I know is Fields and Lawrence, and then the guy from Alabama. What's his name? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. And he's, he's probably the fifth. Yeah, he's I was going to say Mac Jones probably five. Okay. And, and so I'm like, Wilson is gone for sure. I mean, I, I would think. And uh, the, the dude from North Dakota State. What's his name yeah, again? Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance. That's where I'm stuck. I'm like Mac Jones and maybe Kyle Trask. Am I yeah. rolling the dice on them with the first pick ever, my expansion team? Yeah. And the answer, I don't I, – I'm looking at those and I'm like, no. So I'm like, if I stay pat – I'll tell you right now because I picked before you, maybe, unless I move back, which uh, you don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> You've proven that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I is I'm not I'm not going quarterback if the top four are gone. I'm like the quarterback value is has plummeted. But I looked at their old drafts and they're like they get good quarterbacks in the third round. Used to super flex. I know totally. And I and again, so I'm like, when when will the when will the um the, the thought hit them? Okay, wait, we're taking four quarterbacks in the first five picks, but we don't need other quarterbacks. Right, right. I'm not saying they're good. My quarterbacks are trash. I mean, I, I will acknowledge that. There, there might be a diamond or two in the rough, but um, they're not overall good. I, I would not be excited about any of them if, I was, if it was anything other than a startup team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, that is a good place to stop. I, uh, I'm going to definitely be keeping in contact with both of you as, uh, as the league progresses. And I'm, my, I'm I'd love to put like a money on like which one of you like gets either the one on one first or like makes the championship first. It'd be interesting to see. Hey, real quick, Brad, well, and we can do it off air, but I want to hear your two favorite picks. Like any, any picks you like loved or were surprised that they were there. Me? And maybe one where you're like looking back and you're like, man, I, I wish I would have gone a different direction. Yeah, Brad. Most excited for me. Uh, I didn't think Noah Font yeah. was even going to be available. I thought he'd be protected. Uh, so I was pretty excited when he was on the board for me. That was a great uh, pick. Yeah. What was I – what is your question that I'm answering? Oh, I don't I'm know. Just, just, just a couple picks you like, a couple that you're like, ah, I wish I would have gone a different direction. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore, I used my first pick. Super excited he was there. Noah yeah. Font got me excited. As I scroll down uh, – you see, in my, like, dream scenario, Tua Tungabailoa decides he's a real quarterback and can throw the ball. Um, and I thought him and Preston Williams looked like a great combo this year. Yeah. Like, Preston Williams was a target hog when Tua played. If they can figure it out, I think Preston Williams could be the diamond in the rough. Like, picked him at almost the end of the expansion, and I think he has the talent. He just needs – the right guy throwing him the football. He had a great rookie year, too, and then injuries hampered him. Since. Totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. I loved him. I, I was – I mean, again, I, we, we took our reset, and he was on high on my reset. I had him just after Gabriel 
Gabriel Davis. So Quick note on that, actually. I want to flip it back to you, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. But I believe you took LaMichael P. Ryan, yeah. uh, like, two picks maybe before I took Preston Williams. And P. Ryan was on Neil's team, if I recall. Yes. And Neil proceeded to not protect Preston Williams. That blew my mind. I was shocked. What Neil protected blew my mind every single time. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And then and then he got mad at us. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you buddy, you have an opportunity. Save <laughs> the guys you like. Yeah, I was very confused. Yeah. But no, I, I loved him. I I mean I yeah. I thought that was a I thought that was a great pick. And I and I felt actually sheepish because I'm like, I'm gonna go after Neil again, had you not? <laughs> I'm like Dude is never – I like to trade with the guy, but he's never going to talk to me again. Well, I'm glad you took the bullet for us. Cause yeah, I, it was. It was pretty him. mutual, right? <laughs> Wasn't it 3-3? Three, three? Or maybe I took four. I, took yeah, four. I think I took two to your four. four. Yeah. Uh, did you have a, a one-year regret, Fran? Even if that's what I like, young guys. The biggest regret. Uh, Jimmy G. It would have been fun to come out without a quarterback. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you didn't even need one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I could have got Jonathan Williams a lot later. Uh, I think, again, I'm, I look at every single guy on this roster. I'm like, yeah, high ceiling, super low floor. And that's what I'm looking at, like, name after name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anybody I look at. I'm like, crap. Other than I, I was, wish I would I was shocked that Duke Johnson stayed on the board as long as he did. Duke? Well, yeah, David Johnson is not a, a lock. Right. Well, yeah, but – and I mean, there's a rookie draft coming up. That happens. Yeah, every no, year. I get that. That's true. Good point. But I was just like, over LaMichael P. Ryan, I don't even actually know who he is. He's young. Who doesn't he's, like a young guy? He's, he's young and he's on the Jets, dude. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, right. who knows what the Jets are doing? Yeah. But it, dude might have talent. And um, yeah. Yeah. So, Tim, uh, best and worst pick on your side. What are they? Yeah. I mean, so I, I did I, I like I went back to back um, Taysom and and Jameis Winston and I was like I, I just got to do it yeah um, and so that was that was a fun like back to back for me and I think everybody was like either in arms or angry or confused or like it was it was partly the reaction and it was the picks that just made, made it fun for me because um, that was that was quarterback six and seven on my team and, and just everybody's confused that was the most frustrating moment in the draft for me because that's i was looking at those two guys and i'm like hey we're in the middle of this draft and there's actually a quarterback out there that likely will be a starter in a year maybe two and it's going to be one of those two guys like i think one of them will land a starting gig in yeah. new orleans and they and, and they, they both might like is james is a free agent not now i'm really trying to pull strings I'm like, I hope Drew retires and Taysom stays and James goes to the Colts. I mean, like, right. I'm drawing it up. I'm drawing it up how I choose, right? Right, right. It's my imaginary world on my imaginary team. <laughs> so, I was shocked him by David Johnson. I thought he went really early, considering that youth was seemed you know pretty intuitive to your yeah, strategy. Yeah, to yeah. Take him. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just. I don't get the Texans. I don't know why they traded for him. Yeah. If they don't have a plan for him now, but uh, who knows? Right. So I'm like, again, I looked at him and I'm like, I want to pair David with Duke. 
and I, I feel like, so that, that was an encouraging thing. I feel like um, I've got the, the top two right now on the Cardinals, right? Yeah. And the top two on the Texans. And so I'm yeah. like, and, and again, I think I want to compete, but even competing to me is probably the, the 102. You know, if I, if I kill it, right. Brad, you get the 101 and I get the 102. Right. But I don't just want to roll over and punt. Um, that just isn't fun for me. It's yeah. too competitive. And so, so I actually liked getting those backfields. And again, I, I spaced them out. It wasn't like I did them back to back. Right. And, and then, which, oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Don't finish. Well, I, I was, my only other comment was I, I do actually, yeah, I really like um, late wide receivers. I think that's why, you know, as you kept taking wide receivers, I kept seeing wide receivers I liked. I'm like, yeah. man, Jefferson, right? Like, and, and again, I think things have to change for the Rams with salary cap stuff. I'm thinking maybe. And so I'm like, does he step in? And then Gabriel Davis and Cole Komet and maybe KJ Hamler, even though I don't like him and they have a lot of depth. I'm just like, I don't know on yeah. a lot of these guys. I think all these guys, what you said earlier, Brad, that's like, there are some young guys who might hit and, and you need a couple of them to hit. Um, and then and then you go from there. But but they're these are guys in their early twenties. About my last five or six picks are guys super young, high upside. And so I, I like I like them. I like Cole Komet a lot. Yeah. Well done. No, it was fun. I mean, it was fun. Like it was actually a a fun um, week, really. Like yeah. between the draft and then and then trying to wheel and deal. And yeah, fun. I'm just I'm pretty settled on my team right now. And we'll we'll see how yeah. things shake out for you. Yeah. Mr. Kamish, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. thanks for coming. Well, well done, Nathaniel. I'm, uh, there were some missteps, and I apologize uh, for those steps. But I'm, I'm just glad that you guys are in the league. I think, uh, I think our, our league three years from now will say those are the right guys. So. I mean, it, it went really smooth, frankly, and I really enjoyed it. it was, I was not super productive. Brett, how did it go with your boss, your new boss? Oh, gosh. Is that dicey? He does not know about this league yet. Okay. And uh, okay. we may keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll be it for tonight. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on, and uh, we'll be in touch. It was a good time. Tim, I'm pulling for you. So if you have uh, ever wanted to do an expansion draft yourself, if you're a commissioner of a league or if you are in a league and want to advise your commissioner on, on expanding, it brings a lot of fun activity, a lot of emotion, which I think was, I mean, everyone enjoyed, even the people that got angry were having fun and lots of funny uh, gifts being shared and, and uh, all sorts of good activity on our, our GroupMe uh, thread. So uh, I, I really recommend it. If you ever want to do it though, I, I made quite a few uh, missteps as I, as I look back uh, structurally that I would have changed. And, and um, so if you, if you wanna try one of these out, shoot me a message on Twitter at Nathaniel Bro, and uh, I can give you a couple of things not to do, what I've learned. But in general, I, I think it's gonna be a great thing for the league. And I'm really curious um, to watch both of their strategies play out. So Brad, you know, he went for just best player regardless of position. 
Um, and Tim has kind of chosen to go with focusing on what he believes will create positional scarcity by um, trading quarterbacks specifically. And, and I think in a, in a general sense, that's a, a decent strategy. It's something I gravitate towards, except for the fact that his quarterbacks, you know, it seems like the, the old ones, they have a short shelf life or uh, they don't have a clear path to starting the next season. Um, so if, if his elder statesman quarterbacks return for another year, that's, that's going to give him a big boost in, in trade value. And if, you know, Winston, uh, Trubisky, uh, Taysom Hill, if those guys manage to stick in and, and maybe even get a, a chance at a starting gig, then he'll have, you know, trade opportunities with those guys. But if those old guys retire and these other ones stay backups, <laughs> then it's going to be really tough for Tim to turn it around. So, uh, Brad's is less risky, I think, um, than, than Tim's, but uh, Tim's could could really hit uh, in a bigger way if 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 the chips fall, you know, in his favor. So uh, I'm really curious to see wh- which one uh, which one really happens and how they're how they'll unfold. So thanks. Uh, I want to say thanks again to Brad and Tim for for coming on and joining in the league and really kind of taking a little. Uh, taking one for the for the league's sake, taking one for the team, because yeah, I don't really expect that they're gonna compete in any substantive way for the first two years. And if I'm honest, I don't think they'll compete for the next four years, which that will be taxing on on an owner. So uh, unless they really manage to make huge waves in their rookie draft. Uh, you know, land a Justin Herbert who, you know, last year went 109, 110, 108 in in rookie drafts. Uh, unless they land a guy like that, um, it's going to be uphill for them. But they do have that potential. Even if those quarterbacks do go early and they don't get any of them, well, that means that they're getting, you know, the top one or two prospect at the wide receiver and the running back position. And so uh, those could be, you know, big haymakers that can land on their squad and they can use as uh, to you know to build around or to to leverage and in trades so it'll be interesting to see which way they go and and how the the league unfolds because of it so uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, once again if you're interested in uh you're just a normal dynasty joe listening to this podcast and you uh think it'd be fun to join me find me on twitter at nathaniel bro and we'll see if we can set something up And have a great week.